You being the smartest guy in football, do oh, you think the Bears it. are going to be the worst team in the NFL? Nah, I can't see them being the worst so, team. For real? You know, they, they may finish last in their division. I mean, the Lions have made some good good moves the last couple of years. Look, the biggest podcast where you can learn them lessons. Line for line where you can learn from different sections. Made it out the mud, come tell your story, blessings. Never know who listening, never know who stresses. Devon gave you a voice to speak your honest truth. Line for line, go ball for ball. It's up to you. Wanna talk sports, gov, and politics? Wanna talk about where you from and your accomplishments? The line for line is really where you need to be. A platform that's really made for folks like you and me. All right. Just like that, we're back in another episode of the Bears Report. We have a very special guest in the building today. Before we get ready to let him introduce himself, I'll tell you. My name is Devon, the host with the most. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Leave an interactive comment for me and my guests. Just like that, Lester, go ahead and tell him something good. You know, it's, it's it's always good. It's the summertime. It's nice out. The pool is ready at my house, so I'm, I'm going to be swimming this weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, you know we're here. We're here for the Bears Report. Just tell us what you've been seeing with, with camp and everything going on. Camp is officially over. Uh, they had their, their final press conferences yesterday from it, and uh, – I mean, I'm excited. I mean, this the, the, things didn't go exactly as planned, you know, the, the whole off season. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The arrow's pointing up on the franchise, you know, and uh, the record may not be what we all want it to be at the end of the season, but I think it's going to be a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, a lot of people want to know, what's up with the boy Robert Quinn? What's up with all the trade rumors? What's up with him saying he won't show up to camp, things of that nature? Coach Iberfus mentioned it on his press conference. He said he doesn't care. He said at this point, it's not a big deal to him. You know, he knows he's a pro. You know, he doesn't go to any of the uh, the OTAs or, or stuff like that. He skipped the mini the, the mandatory mini camp, which obviously is is a bigger deal. But he, he's a pro. He'll be ready. He understands what he has to do to get his body right. He'll be there. And as far as the trade goes, I, I think he would probably want to be traded. I mean, if, if you were thirty two, you you know, you had only a few prime years left. The Bears are kind of rebuilding, so I think if, if the trade is there for him, I think he wants to go, and I think the Bears will make a move. Now, when we do talk about trade, what could you see the Bears possibly getting for a man of his age? Because yeah. he's on the latter end of his career. He did produce last year, but obviously you go to a new team, new regime, new new system, you may not produce the same. Khalil Mack pulled a 2-6, and a six, and, and he's, he's a better football player. Mm-hmm. Um, Von Miller, who got traded a couple uh, seasons ago at the at the trade deadline, I think he, he pulled a uh, two and I think a four. So I think the Bears wanted to hold on to Quinn until the trade deadline, um, or at least wait till training camp to see if another team had an injury. They had a, had a, a, a an opening for an edge rusher, you know. But right now, uh, if the Bears do trade him now, if they pull a, a three or even a four, I think that's really all you can expect, just because of the age, the contract. Everyone knows he wants out, you know, so there, there'll be no, no, no bidding war for him. But if they somehow hold on to him, keep him through training camp, you know, extend it, you know, let him flash a little bit again. And then you might get a contender at the, at the deadline and say, Hey, we, we got to get Quinn. He is the missing piece to our run. Then you may get that too. Yes, so not a number one pick. Nah, yeah. Come on, man. You don't see it. I mean, it'd be great. I mean, it, it all, it's, it's all desperation at this point. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, if there are a few teams that need an edge rusher, contenders, you get a bidding war going, possibly, but I just don't see it. I mean, if, if Mac, the best you got for Mac was a two and a six, you're not going to get nothing like that for uh, for Quinn. Yes, sir. My bad. Now, with the departure of Mac, Hicks, a couple other pieces on that line, how much do you think that played into Quinn wanting out of Chicago? You know, I mean, he, he sees what's going on. He knows it's a new regime, a new head coach, 
um, new offense, new defense. You know, he, he saw what the record was last year, not very good. He knows this team is not going to be the, the best this season. So, again, at his age, he'd rather go somewhere where he can win a ring. What would you say, like an eight to nine win team? How many? How many? You're always trying to get me to make a prediction. <laughs> it's way too early. But, you know, I mean, I think if everything goes right, like perfect season, if they can hover around 500, I think that's the best you can ask for. So, you know, playoffs, you talk about 500, you talk about maybe a wild card spot. Uh, right well, in the NFC, it's possible. I mean, the Bears got in a couple of years ago at 8-8. Eight and eight. Mm-hmm. It's possible. The NFC is not the strongest, but, you know, I don't see that happening. No? Nah, no, four, no playoffs. Five, that's what I keep telling people, four to five wins, you know. Like, I mean, if it's four or five wins, but Justin Fields looks good, the defense is making plays, you know, the rookies are balling out. That's a good season, mm-hmm. you know. My biggest thing is just get Phil's looking good. That's the key. To make receivers want to come out and play with him and yeah. want to go to Chicago like a DK Metcalf, even though I've been seeing all these articles. Oh, don't be surprised if the Bears land DK Metcalf. No. The Bears are not going to land a big name like that this year at least. I mean, if they do get him, it's going to be a trade, and, and we saw how Ryan Poles operates. He's not looking to make a big, splashy trade. He's looking to hold on to his draft picks, hold on to his cap space. And then, you know, let this season play out, evaluate his talent. And then when, when that's over with in the off season, then he'll make a move. And then, you know, if at that point, if Metcalf's a free agent, you make a move or a guy like, uh, Terry McLaurin from the, from Washington, he's, he could be a free agent as well. So there'll be some players out there. But if not, I mean, you have Mooney, who, who the Bears are high on, uh, Velas Jones, the rookie, you know, they're high on him. The 25 year old. The 25 year old. But man, he, he had a great camp. I, I mean, know, I know. You know, the, the coaches all talk about him, which is normal. Mm-hmm. But in the press conference, the players are talking about him without being asked. Mm-hmm. They're just bringing up his explosiveness. You know, they're excited to see him in the offense. So I think it's going to be, you know, I think he may be a lot better than what a lot of fans think. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do you think you can see the Bears sneaking in some Wildcat this year? Uh, it's possible. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's RPO part of the offense is the RPO. Mm-hmm. You know, along with that could be some wildcat stuff. We saw David Montgomery running in the past. Um, you know, Velas Jones, they say he has that Debo Samuel type of skill set, which, you know, stop. it's, stop. I mean, it's, it, that's because of the size, the, the, his, 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 his physicality with the ball in his hands. He likes to, you know, break tackles. I don't see it happening. Even with Debo, Debo didn't become, you know, Debo until his third season. Mm-hmm. The first couple of years, he didn't do that. So I can't see it happening with Velas Jones right, right, off, right off the gate. But, you know, it, it may happen. I hate when they try to, like, mimic these other things. Because uh, I remember for the longest time. It's always a comp. They want to find a comp. They were saying Tariq Cohen was the Bears' Tariq Hill. I was like, there is no Tariq no, Hill no. in the NFL. The only no. Tariq Hill in the NFL is Tariq Hill. Yeah. So I was like, stop with these makeshift names and all that. Let these cats go out here and play ball. Now, obviously, with this, with the camp being over and everything like that, what did you see the signs of Justin Fields? What did you see from him? Yeah, I mean, everyone's talking about how he looked. You know, it's, he he even talks about he's not where he wants to be. You know, the offense is not where he wants to be. Uh, that's what coach the coach mentioned in his press conference that the offense is not where it is to, needs to be, but either is the defense. You know, mm-hmm. special teams. It's, it's all it's all a work in progress. He talked about how the OTAs and the minicamp is the foundation. You know, they'll build on that in training camp, and you know, it's it's a work in progress, but. The offense system, you know, if with, with Luke Getze, you know, it's that, it's that, that Shanahan style. There's a several teams that run it. It's very successful. You know, Coach Iberflus picked this offense because it's hard for him to defend as, as, as a coordinator. That's why he wanted this guy in. So 
they believe in it, and, and I think it'll be fine with, with Justin Fields. Yes, sir. Now, if you had to say the most thing that you see that he needs to improve on, what would you say it is? I mean, same as last year. I mean, coming off it, he has to, to, to work on his pocket presence. He took too many sacks. Um, you know, he fumbled too much. You know, that he talked about how he's working on that. You know, part of it is with the, with the mechanics, holding the ball a little high, higher and tighter to himself when, he, when he's in the pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, he has to – he's never going to be a guy that is the quick to, to check down. It's his mentality to be uh, hold it a little too long and, and look to go deep. So we'll have to see how the pocket holds up for him. But you know, in time he'll he'll learn that. But you know, he's a young quarterback and he, he's got to get there. Yes, sir. Now, how much of the offensive line would you say needs to be revamped for them to have like even a shot at having a decent season? Well, at the at the last uh, session of OTAs, cause they they had a, a Cody Whitehair was out. I think it was the birth of his child. Okay. Um, they gave Lucas Patrick most of the day off. So they had a bunch of rookies starting in, in, in that old line at that, that point. So, you know, right now you are having a rookie Braxton Jones starting at left tackle. I keep hearing his name over and over and over and over. What's I mean, he, he's, he's so far so good. I mean, he's legit. I mean, he, he is a definitely a, a good prospect at that spot. You got to look at the draft. Yeah. He was a fifth round pick, but. That was the, the the COVID draft they call it because so many guys played an extra year in college. Mm-hmm. So that draft class was huge. On a normal year, Braxton Jones may have been a third round pick. He may have even gone higher than that. It all depends on how things would have fell. But you know, Jones has got good size. Uh, he's a good athlete. He fits what they want to do offensively as far as the scheme. So maybe he'll hold on to that spot all all year. Come on, man, stop playing. I mean, he's a fifth round pick, but he's been running with the ones. You know, they believe in him enough to at least give him the, the shot. And then once the pads come on, if he can, you know, show that he's physical enough, maybe he keeps it. They have Larry, Larry Borum at right tackle. Last, high on him, though. Last year's second on draft pick, Tevin Jenkins, is uh, is backing up. He's with the twos right now. Why, though? I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I mean, if you look at what they did in college, he was a much better prospect than Borum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a part of it could be Borum, I think, had eight games last year, eight starts be, be between his injuries. Tevin Jenkins really only started one game last year. So, you know, maybe he's just slow to get back to in his actual football shape. He lost a lot of weight. He did. Though, he he which cut some weight. You're in football shape because yeah. you lose weight. But yeah. he lost a lot of weight. He's slimmed down as well, too. Maybe a little bit quicker. What do you think is going on with that? I think once they get the pads on, he'll be able to show what he can do. But right now, Borum is ahead of him. At what point would you be worried Tevin Jenkins is still with the twos? About midway through camp, if he if he hasn't taken a job, once once they get the pads on, I mean Jenkins is a physical, he's mauler, he's nasty dude. If he gets the pads on and he still can't win the job, I, I guess I could look at it as a negative. But the flip side is that's a positive for Borum, positive for Braxton Jones that those guys are playing well enough where they're keeping a second round draft pick on the bench. Come on, why you gotta keep saying well, <laughs> keeping him on the bench? Well, I mean that's they said he's not going to guard, and the Bears have a pretty big hole at right guard now. So unless something changes in training camp where they decide to let Jenkins work in a little bit at right guard as well, he's working right tackle. And if he can't beat out Borum, I guess, you know. Dude, what do you think just happened, though? Because they were, like, high on him when he came back last year. They were saying they got the, the alignment of the future. What's up with that? New regime, new coaching staff, a whole new set of eyes on him. And, you know, maybe he's just not where they want him. Or maybe it's just, like, like I said, it's just because basically one start a year ago. They just don't think he's ready. For, from uh, or it could be a mental thing, you know. Maybe he's not picked up the playbook as quick as Borum did. You know, again, it's the, right now. It's just shorts, shorts and shells. Is all the practicing. There's no nothing physical. It's all passing game. Yeah. 
I think Jenkins will show his his worth once he gets the pads on. Azik will be back in the starting role. I, I do think that still. I've been saying it the whole offseason. I said I'm not I'm not worried at all. I think at the end of the day he's one of your best five. You think so? I mean, I think he has to be. Just I mean, again, I'm going off his college tape. He was a mauler in college. He looked fantastic. You know, I was excited when the Bears drafted him. You know, I graded the one game he started in the NFL, and he he was really good. You know, he he made some mistakes. The game he came in, you know, in, in reserve of Jason Peters, he made a lot of mistakes. What happened to Jason Peters? He's, he's old man. He's back fishing somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's like forty, right? Yeah, that's, I think he's like thirty nine. Yeah, like 30, so 40. he's probably. I'm sure he's, he's fishing somewhere, and he'll, he'll be on his dock. And if someone calls, you know, in, in August, he may answer. But I think he may be done. You think so? Yeah, yeah. That was crazy when he did. He, he was pretty decent. Life. He was solid. Yeah, he was good at left tackle, and uh, but you know, you knew it was never going to be. This is the problem with last year with with the coaching staff is they never should have gave Peters those last few games to start. Once Tevin Jenkins was back and healthy, ready to go, they should have let him go. But Matt Nagy was coaching for his job. He was coaching for wins. He wasn't trying to, you know, you know, he didn't want to see the rookies play. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's a problem with having a lame duck coach. The Bears as an organization should have fired Nagy midway through the season. Had the interim guy, hey, we're here to evaluate the the young guys, and then you know they would have no more going forward. But. That's not Nagy's. That wasn't his forte. He didn't want to do that. He wanted to win, and mm-hmm. he wanted to play the older guys because he trusted them more. Yeah. Last thing on the offensive line, who would you say would be the starters this upcoming season? Well, right now it's it's Braxton Jones, it's Cody White here, Lucas Patrick. Lucas Patrick is going to come in at center and start. Oh yeah, I mean he's the no guy. Way. Yeah, he's been at center all the whole off season. They signed him for center. He'll play center. He can play he guard came as from well. The Packers, right? Came from the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. S- Sam Mustafer is just starting right guard right now. Which makes a lot of fans nervous. What you think so? Well, I mean, we're high on him out of Notre Dame. They were, but then like then he played a lot, and you know he got pushed around a little bit. But <laughs> but you know the thing with Mustfer is he, he's a really smart player. You know he he understands that part of the game. He's a good leader. You know the players all respect him. He understands what he's doing out there. So if he gets the physical stuff going, which you know you can build muscle mass, you can work on that. You can work on your quickness. If he hits that, he has the technique. He has the smarts. He has leadership. Maybe he's a diamond in the rough. Big maybe. But and then, and then at right tackle right now is Borum. But, but like I said, I still think Tevin Jenkins will be your starter at right tackle when it's no all way. said and done. So that means Borum's on the bench. I think Borum's your swing tackle. He could play a little right, a little left tackle. I think he's probably fits in there. Um, just because I think Braxton Jones, from a physical standpoint, I think he gives you more than, than Borum does. Mm-hmm. Um, we we'll have to wait and see when the pads go on. When, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm sure I'll go to camp a couple times this year. I, I try and go every year, but uh, that's what I'm gonna look at when I go down. I'm gonna be focusing on the offensive line. Do they let you bring cameras and stuff too, or no? Yeah, you can. You you can film somewhat, but you know, your guy Greg Braggs, who was on the show, uh, one of the shows with us together, mm-hmm. he got everyone in trouble for filming too much. Down no there. way. Oh yeah, that's, that's that's the Greg Braggs rule. What? Yeah. Plan. Yeah. Wait, for filming too much? Because he would film and stream it on Facebook or Twitter and stuff. and They don't like that, huh? The Bears don't let you do it. Then they made a rule that so you can't do it. People still do it. But then when they catch you, then it's like, you know, it's a problem. So What happens if they catch you? Uh, I don't know. They never, they never caught me. <laughs> now let's move back to that defensive side of the ball, particularly that secondary. That secondary is looking good, man. Your boy Brisker, they're saying he's going to come in and be ready to go day one. He's been starting yeah. the entire offseason so far. So he's starting with Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson talked about him. He likes how he plays. 
Um, he likes that Brisker's able to play in the box more, mm-hmm. which likes Jackson he more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's not his thing. You know, he wants to be free and run home. Anybody could tackle. Uh, anybody could tackle. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but yeah, Brisker's fitting in nicely. The coach talked about him a lot, said he's showing them everything they need to see so far. Um, Kyler Gordon got the, the, the their first second round draft pick. He's been hurt still. Uh, he hasn't really played yeah. much. He's there. He's engaged. Um, he's, he's on the bike doing some conditioning work, but he hasn't been practicing. You know, in typical Bears fashion, just short, they haven't so. said anything, so no one knows what it is. It could be minor. It could be, you know, I mean, technically he's not signed yet, him or Brisker. They haven't signed their deals yet, technically, so maybe they're just kind of waiting with, with Gordon. Maybe something's going on, but I think if if he's healthy, he, he should be starting as well at, at corner. Nah, for real. But they were saying your boy Graham is – Graham has been starting I, at nickel. I saw some things today yeah. saying that he's one of the players to watch out for. He is, he is. Comeback. Yeah, I mean, they, they signed uh, – uh, Tevin Young from the Ravens, mm-hmm. who is a nickel, one of the best nickels in the game a couple of years ago before injuries kind of sapped some of that. But Graham's been starting at nickel. I think if uh, – I mean, that's that's a Ryan Pace pick, so that's a good pick for him right there if, if Graham can be that guy. And, you know, two years ago when he played in college, he was fantastic. And then, mm-hmm. of course, he set out a year for COVID. So that's kind of why he fell to the sixth round. You know, but the talent's there. He has great instincts. I think he's a good fit. He's not the uh, – the, the quickest of athletes, you know, but this is a more of a zone-based defense. It kind of fits what he wants to do, and, and he's a physical player, so I think he fits in well. Yeah, man, I, I'm just really highly anticipated on seeing what this defense is going to bring. Yeah. Seriously, obviously you got Roquan coming back as well, too, a dog. Who you got paired next to him? Um, it's 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 the free agent pickup they got from the Raiders. You know, he those two are going to be your your two main linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever plays the Sam. I think right now it's kind of up in the air. They, they did sign Adams from the Colts, um, but he's more of a special teams guy. They have a couple other guys they signed that are more special teams guys, but right now it's probably Adams at the Sam. But, uh, yeah, whether he plays or not, it doesn't matter because that guy comes off the field during nickel. So he only plays about 40% of the reps anyway. So, But then then they got that kid from Wisconsin in free agency who he, he makes surprise as well, the undrafted free agent. Um, his name escapes me right now, but I mean, he has a chance, uh, if he shows something to maybe get some work to Sam. That makes you miss Danny Trevathan already, doesn't it? Never. And then, uh, uh Caleb Johnson also, uh, last year's UDFA, mm-hmm. you know, he's done good so far. So, I mean, they, they got plenty of guys that's in the mix to play at that Sam. They'll get it figured out once the pads go on. Yes, sir. Of course. Of course. As we get ready to close out this amazing episode, is there anything that you would like to add about what we've been seeing from the Bears and going forward? Nah, just just fans got to understand where this team is right now. I mean, a lot of fans, especially on Twitter, you know, it's like they're really overrating it. Like they really, really want it to be, you know, an elite team off the bat. And it's like, come on, you know. And then there's other fans that are go the other way, but they're going to be, you know, garbage. And it's yeah. like, come on, you know, they'll be somewhere in the middle. You know, again, if it's about the development of the players, Fields, Roquan. You know, if, if some of these guys on, on the line, the rookies, you know, Velas Jones, you know, Brisker, you know, if, if the development's there as a Bears fan, but the wins aren't, that's a win as a franchise. Mm-hmm. I have two questions before we close out. Who's the best player, hands down, on the Bears team right now? Probably Roquan, right? I mean, he's uh, he's he's coming off two uh, second-team All-Pro bids. He, he never made the Pro Bowl yet. but Why, I mean, why is it that you uh, think that Roquan's the best. I mean, he's just no that he hasn't made a Pro Bowl. Yet. Oh, I think it's just um, the wins. A lot of times, Pro Bowls are popularity thing. Mm-hmm. You know, with the All Pro, it's a little different voting process. Um, so that's why he's made two second team All Pros. 
you know, he's there. Plus, you know, there's been some good players in front of him for the Pro Bowl for, in Fred the NFC. Warner so, all, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll get that recognition, you know, but at the end of the day, he's going to get that paycheck because he's a free agent after this season. So yeah. I think the Bears will figure something out to get him extended and bring him back. So you think they are going to extend? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he, he is a perfect fit for, for this defense, which is all based on speed, right? Mm-hmm. This, this, the, the Tampa two style, you know, he, he's not sure they're still haven't said if he's playing the mic or the will yet. In practice, he's kind of doing both. So regardless of where he is, it's speed, you know, and, and Roquan has speed. You know, he's a four or five guy. You know, he has that speed, you know, so they'll bring him back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Second question is I know you saw Mr. Riddick on TV saying the Bears are going to be the worst team in the NFL. What did you think about that? It's saying? funny because, like, the last couple of years, Bears fans love Lewis Riddick because mm-hmm. him and Matt Nagy were friends. He would always talk about the Bears, you know, positively. He liked Mitch for the longest time. Then Mitch was gone. Then, of course, he turned and everything's different and he loves fields. You know, so now it's like, I mean, Riddick's being honest. I mean, this is what he thinks. He doesn't have some agenda, but Bears fans hate him now. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's like, come on, he's just doing his job. And then plus, you know, it's Chicago. You know, if you if you take a shot at Chicago – Big market, a lot of vocal fans. Like we're talking about it now on this podcast. It makes news. So when you when you take a shot at the Bears, you're going to get some some clicks, so to speak. Yes, sir. With you being the smartest guy in football, do oh, you stop. think the Bears are going to be the worst team in the NFL? Nah, I can't see them being the worst so, team. For real? You know, they they may finish last in their division. I mean, the Lions have made some good good moves the last couple of years. You know, they're a little ahead of the of the rebuild, so to speak, because they're in, in year two of the of the Campbell regime. You know, I think the Lions and Bears are going to be battling out for the uh, for fourth in the NFC North. But I, I can't see the Bears being the worst team in the league. Well, There's some bad teams out there. At least we're closing out this podcast on a good note. The Bears aren't going to be the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> you heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been another episode of the Bears Report. You calling, are you listening? Tune in every week. Lifeline. Oh, yeah, I'm going lifeline.